People, 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 welcome back to another pre-recorded podcast. Oh, not a pre- what am I talking about? You know what? Today is a crazy day. Welcome back to the Arsenio Buck Show. Thank you so much for tuning back in. Um, Boy, it's just one of those mornings. Have you guys ever had a morning where nothing went right? <laughs> and it all stemmed from me sleeping late. I bet it did. Because you know what? I wasn't supposed to sleep late. And because I slept late, woke up a little bit late. I didn't wake up on fire this morning. And the next, you know, my air conditioner wasn't working. And the next, you know, this wasn't working or that wasn't working or this wasn't working or that wasn't working. I'm like, oh boy, here we go. It's just going to be one of those damn days. And I said, no, 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 no. See, people, before I get into this creed, which is the end of Napoleon Hill's lesson number 14, you gotta tune into another station as soon as crazy things start happening. Now, of course, my air, I couldn't even turn the mother, the, 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 the mother effer off. Okay, so I had to go to the master switch, and then I sent a nice little letter to the condo saying, hey, man, I need some help, this, or probably, preferably tomorrow, because the switch and nothing is just working at all. So I said, okay, that's technology. Technology is going to do that, but I'm not going to let technology affect my day. But other than that, I think it's been all right. I think I've been thrown off by a couple of things. I could have done a lot more. I could have stayed off media, all sorts of media, because that ended up just destroying everything. But you know what? Got some good news this morning, you know, in terms of like taking taxis and doing this and doing that on a big special project. So I think everything is going just about all right. Uh, We just got to push through. We got to stay. We just got to stay focused. See, you guys, sometimes you stumble out of bed. You hit your toe. You know, the toothpaste gets in your hair. Things happen in the morning. But you know what? If you say, oh, man, today is going to be a bad day. Guess what? You're calling that practically into existence. So you're going to have to tune out of the station uh, because if you don't, everything's going to go wrong. So with that being said, guys, I really want to give a nice special Shout out to everyone that is tuning in. Very, 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 very exciting day yesterday. One of my most, uh, one of my best days yesterday. And in terms of like YouTube and people asking me questions about what, uh, you know, like TOEIC scores and getting a job and doing this and doing that and me focusing on the core genius, I'm very, very excited. So, example, I had a guy who said he got a bachelor's in economics and he said, hey, uh, what kind of jobs can I get? And I'm like, well, do you want a job? I was like, what exactly do you want? You know, because the thing is, he's like, well, I might go for my master's. And I'm like, okay, then what's a master's going to do for you? The thing is, if it's if that's just going to get you a cubicle job, you can just get a cubicle job right now. And so I love tapping into the, like the awareness of someone because, of course, depending on a country, yes, you're going to need like a BA in particular countries or a master's in other countries. Like a BA right now was famous 40 years ago. But now, BAs, bachelor degrees, are more obsolete right now. If you look at masters in the next 20 to 30 years, BAs are going to become obsolete and masters are going to be the thing. In about 40 years, masters are going to become obsolete and then doc- doctorate or doctoral, whatever you want to call those damn degrees, are going to be in style. So I give it about 100 years. This is all dead. School's done. I think there's going to be a much more effective way of learning, and I think AI is going to take over, especially in the next 100 years, and who knows if we're even going to have doctors in front of us anymore. There might be a machine working on our leg to repair our leg. Who knows? I do not know. 
But I could tell you right now, we've only been working with technology for the last 100 years. So anyways, where am I going with this? BA Economics. I love tapping into the core genius. And I said, you know what? You need to create a LinkedIn profile. You need to start linking up with people. Who's the best financial advisor? What are financial advisors? The thing is, a lot of financial advisors are very, very ugly. They are out to make commission. They do not care about the well-being of their own people. Check and see what Gary Vee's doing in terms of Gary, uh, Vayner Sports because, you know, Vayner Sports, they actually look for the best interest of the athlete rather than the best interest of their pockets. See, do I trust uh, financial advisors at Merrill, Merrill Hodge? and Is that Merrill Hodge or Merrill Lynch? Whatever. Uh, I think one of them's a guy and another one's a company. But do I trust them? Uh, no. Um, because guess what? These mutual funds, if you actually think about it, in a probably five to ten year cycle, they go down in the dumps once the economy crashes. See, that's why crypto is very good. And a lot of people are like, oh, it's going to go down to nothing. It's going to go. And it, these people don't even know what the hell. They can't even tell a cat's ass from a, a cow's ass. So, oh, my God, where am I going with this? Financial advisors. There we go. OK, stay focused, Arsidio. I, I should be doing the creed right now, but I do apologize for that. So. Um, yeah, yeah, so he was asking me, uh, you know, if you could get a job with this, you can get a job with that, and I'm like, is that all you want as a job? What exactly do you really, 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 really want? So he responded, and I need to get back to that when I am commuting this morning, but it's an, oh, I just love communicating with people. It's so fascinating, so cool. Uh, so shout out to that man, if you're listening to my podcast, huge shout out to you. I need to do, like, a podcast on that especially, too. But today and yesterday was a great day. Uh, Yeah, I had a nice little thing. You know what? People understand the virtue of learning. You know, I told, I told, man, I've told you guys so many different times. I said, listen, I could buy a book. See, the thing is, at my present job right now, I'm going to call it, I'm going to call it how I see it. I don't care. Uh, They sell a book. And it's so funny because, you know, the historical teachers, the ones that have been around for, 5,000 years, um, they basically say, well, you're not going by the book. You haven't taught out of the book. And I'm like, he can learn from the book at home. What else can I give him? They don't understand that concept. And that's why this particular place is going to go down in shambles because they are not acclimating. However, another place that I'm tuned into right now, they focus on speaking and listening, developing that confidence, the mind tools, doing this, doing that. Everything I thought of in terms of a business model, in terms of an education model, I saw it yesterday on a screen. And I'm like, oh my God. See, you guys are going to be the next wave of the new language centers just because you know exactly what the needs are of this type of place. It's just like the emerging Chinese economy, you know, emerging Chinese in terms of education a lot of those agencies they're like hey you know what uh we would like to um we would like to learn english online so you got these chinese students studying all around china who literally study with a foreigner through basically a computer monitor there it is that's the next wave and then when of course augmented reality and virtual reality and all these other things tune in oh that's it all these language centers and everything, they're going to become obsolete just like the BA, the MA, the DA, the the ORA, the I, all those A's, okay? They're going to vanish. And then what? Everyone's going to become entrepreneurs. 
And this is the golden age to get into it. However, the economy is going to come to a very, very screeching halt. So I do tell, I am telling everybody right now, just wait. If you're trying to build a business right now, wait until the economy. Oh, you know what? This is probably just America. Wait till the economy crashes completely in America. And then you build a business immediately. And then you start investing immediately. And then you take all that money out within like two to four years. (laughs) With that being said, guys, tolerance. Tolerance, this is the end. I'm gonna talk some about. I'm gonna talk about some things that's, of course, that I wrote down from his book. But this is a very, very sensitive topic. Um, but it continues to happen, and I think there are there are mental health issues in America. And of course, we cannot rely on the police or the FBI to keep us safe, because of course they get clues and they don't do anything. And then next, you know, what two, three days ago. Boom, another shootings. Be, they be that they are now tolerant. America is now tolerant with mass shootings. How sad is that? My native Las Vegas was completely and these how do you not see a man bringing up loads and loads and loads of bags on the CCTV up to whatever floor it is and not report it? Hotel staff knew, didn't do anything. This is the problem. People don't speak up. And because these people don't speak up, Hundreds are injured and more than dozens are killed. So this happened at another high school and it all kicked off back in 1999, Columbine High School. The Columbine shooting. And the next thing you know, while I was in college, the Virginia Tech massacre happened. I went to my friend and I said, man, I'm scared as hell, Matt, right now. I want to go back home. He said, don't worry, man, I'll protect you. It's like a basketball player. He's like, man, I'll protect you. I said, man, you cool as hell. And so it America has grown tolerant over basically mass shootings and it's a goddamn shame and will that change i have no idea but you can't change it now see all it took was australia to have one mass shooting back in 1995 and they said we're taking all these damn guns and so they did yeah okay there's some biker gangs that do a couple random shootings yeah okay you had the isis influence little event that happened in the starbucks not too long ago uh near circular key in Sydney. I mean, these are some very, very unfortunate events, but at the same time, that was the first time something like that had taken place in more than 20 years. But America, everything takes place in less than three months and it just continues to happen. And and is it different from the African-Americans killing each other in the south side of Chicago and Compton and Watson because they're wearing red, blue, purple, green and yellow and all that stuff? It is because you don't see those gangsters or those African-Americans running into a goddamn school to kill everybody with intent to kill everybody. No. Now, am I pinpointing that Anglos do have mental health issues? No, no, no. I'm just saying there are specific individuals, but there is something there's an underlying problem in America and they've grown tolerant to the fact that, hey, we have guns. And of course, with the administration right now, they're not going to do a goddamn thing. In terms of taking out the NRA, who, you know, people could just buy. Or so, oh, we, well, we did our research and he was okay. But next thing you know, the next door neighbor saw the motherfucker in boxers pointing guns at their window and they didn't report a goddamn thing. See what I mean, man? They've grown tolerant to the fact that, hey, you know what? Mass shootings are going to keep on happening. It's just a regular occurrence and they're not going to do a goddamn thing about it. There it is, people. And so I get into it. We learn from the world. That we cannot destroy a part without weakening the whole. That when one nation or group of people is reduced to poverty and want, the remainder of the world suffers also. We also learn conversely that cooperation and tolerance are the very foundation of enduring success. 
Now, of course, I'm reading about a little bit of a creed that I actually wrote out. The ArsenioBuckShow.com if you want that creed. In this lesson, guys, I pretty much taught you guys the application of the principles and the underlying subjects of, of course, organized effort. I'm talking about the tolerance, the social heredity, you know, where we get it from. You know, like I told you guys, um, if you actually put African-Americans, Mexicans, Asians, and people of all descent in one school in one town, they will grow tolerant to different cultures, backgrounds, creeds, and colors. But if you have just one, just like you have just one in uh, China, just like you have one in Norman, Oklahoma, there is one predominant, predominant color there. Therefore, of course, they're going to grow ignorant in the world saying, oh, my God, well, I've never saw a black guy before, but I see all these black people shooting each other on TV. And, oh, my God, it's so bad. You see what I mean? Social heredity. So it's food for thought. Your imagination. okay? it's like you have to exercise your thoughts. Okay, and it's profitable. Of course, it's profitable. Really, really, it really is. But the thing is, what you guys need to do, it's it's like an uncovering source and you need to uncover exactly what the hell is going on in the world everything like in terms of like thought-provoking subjects uh these could all ultimately make a turning point in your life see when you start asking the right questions you will get an answer and this is exactly what happened this is exactly what happened to me. I question everything in my life. I'm like, well, why does America just keep you know, making guns? Because it's a billion-dollar industry or a million-dollar industry. Why does America like war so much? Because it's a billion-dollar industry. And what did Trump – well, you know, what did Donald Trump just say recently? That equates to basically what I'm talking about. He said, oh, well, you know what? We need to match what the Chinese and the Russians have. We want a – I think it was an $800 billion investment in terms of making more weapons of mass destruction. Again, this is the underlying problem of humanity. They want to match, 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 match. They think someone's going. They think someone's going to do something. They think someone's going to invade. Oh, we need to get better because the Chinese are getting better. We need to keep making human killing machines because that's what we do. Mm, 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 mm. They just do not understand it. Please, they need to end. This is the education that you guys are talking about, huh? Yeah, the education and going to the university only to build on the fact that we need to make more and more weapons of mass destruction to kill more people. This is what I'm talking about. See, guys, I wrote the tolerance essay, and I'm going to recite it to you guys right now before I close this bad boy out because I'm running way behind on schedule. Here we go. When the dawn of intelligence shall have spread its wings over the eastern horizon of progress and ignorance and superstition, they will have left their footprints on the sands of time. It will be recorded in the book of man's crimes and mistakes that his most grievous sin was that of intolerance. The bitterest intolerance grows out of racial and religious differences of opinion. As the result of early childhood training, how long, oh, master of human destinies, until we poor mortals will understand the folly of trying to destroy one another because of dogmas and creeds and other superficial matters over which we do not agree? Our allotted time on this earth is but a fleeting moment at most. Just to throw that in, he actually wrote this almost 100 years ago. Like a candle, we are lighted. Shine for a moment and flicker out. Why can we not so live during this short earthly sojourn that when the great K 
caravan called Death draws up and announces this visit about, you know, finish, we will be ready to fold our tents in. Like the Arabs of the desert silently follow the caravan out into the darkness of the unknown without fear and trembling. I am hoping that I will find no Jew, no Jews, no Gentiles, no Catholics, no Protestants, no Germans, Englishmen, Frenchmen, Russians, blacks or whites, reds, yellows, whatever you want to call it, when I shall have crossed the bar to the other side. I am hoping I will find there are only human souls, brothers and sisters all, unmarked by race, creed, or color. For shall I want to be done with intolerance, so I may lie down and rest an aeon or two, undisturbed by strife, ignorance, superstition, and petty misunderstandings, which mark with chaos and grief this earthly existence. There it is. After World War I, he wrote this. And now, it still resonates with humanity all of today. So, as an individual, what can you do? Strip away all labels right now. I don't care if you're black, white, yellow, red, brigade, well, everything I just read, uh, you know, the Frenchmen, the, the Russians, the English, the blacks, the this, the Germans, the Catholics, the Jews, the Muslims, the this, the that. Let it all go right now. Go make a friend. Tolerance. You need to grow tolerant with your fellow Samaritans that you see practically every day. Yes, there are some people there you just say, you know what, you can kiss my ass, but not because you are whatever you are, it's because of who you are. I don't like you. You could kiss my black ass. I understand that. We could do that. We could do that. But do not look at him and say, you know what, you can kiss my ass because you black. You can kiss my ass because you because because you because you Muslim. Oh my God. And these Americas, they are so intolerant with Muslims. They sit on the plane and the Muslim sits next to them and they say, oh, I do not want to sit next to this Muslim. But if you strip away the religion, all it is is a bean with a heart beating and inside the the chest of that human being that's tolerance you need to grow tolerant of your fellow brothers and sisters seriously right now i don't give a damn if you're white american i don't give a damn if you're white australian i don't give a damn if you're nigerian i do not care i look at you for who you are and that is all now i want you to adopt that creed i want you to recite it at least five minutes every day in the morning or in the evening and grow tolerant to it that subconscious baby it's time to dig deep inside and with that being said people thanks for tuning in to lesson number 14 of the napoleon hill of success the golden rule is debuting next oh it's debuting next yes i'm gonna be on track i'm gonna do a lot of podcasts tomorrow i got a wonderful day coming up tomorrow um and i'm gonna keep you guys updated with a lot of different things of course today is going to be another journey so with that being said, I just want to give a big shout out to the people in Mauritius, to the people all the way in Australia, to the people all the way in England, to the people in Uganda, to the people in Japan, to the people everywhere. We're all connected. For those of you who are listening in Mauritius, to those of you who are listening in Ashburn, Virginia, those are my favorite people out there. Honestly, you guys are connected. You just don't even know. But that's what society is. Tolerance, grow tolerant of your fellow Samaritans. This is your host, Arsenio, over and out.